Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The Square Ball Podcast. Time for this week's dose of propaganda brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors. Welcome to the show. Dan Michael of Moscow. Talk to me about Levi's quickly then, Michael. Go on. What do you want to know? I want to know if they do wills and probate and conveyancing. They do. Confirmed. They Great. Do. Loads of other legal services on the webpage that's in front of you. You know, I said on the weekend someone had, had uh, been singing at me going down the Lowfields Tunnel. They have confessed to their crimes on, on wacko.com. The person who they've named themselves, named and shamed themselves and said their daughter was thoroughly ashamed of their behaviour, which is good to know. Um, but yeah, as as well as Will's probate conveyancing, ooh, the full the full range of the legal services, so, full gamut. Yeah, <laughs> dispute resolution. Yep, legal stuff for your business. Correct. Yeah, professional negligence. Yep, like this podcast, medical negligence. Mm-hmm. The others, litigation, litigation. I think 10, said that ten percent discount on your legal fees. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. So this is the show where we will hear what's been said in the football world. Then shall we? Off the back of Leeds beating Plymouth Argyle, the Pilgrims who haven't crossed paths for quite some time. Certainly not in the uh, the era of the of the fan channel. So, what have we found so far, then, Michael? And what are they like? I generally thought I quite like the Plymouth fans from what I saw of them at, in the stadium, what I saw of them um, on the fan channels. Did, Did you however like their trousers? That was very good, actually. The chinos, by the way. For anybody who's not chinos, aware man. who missed this, there was a man in chinos who was being sung at, and I think he received it in good humour, didn't he? The uh, the chino chanting. Yeah, I don't think he'd wear them again. No. It was unlucky as well, because if he'd have been a few rows back, your legs are more or less hidden. People are just, I think he might he might have chinos on, but we can't really say for certain. Could be cargo pants if they're that colour, you don't know. Exactly, it could yeah. be anything. But They were light coloured as well, that's the crucial mm. thing, because there's somebody who is wearing chinos as we speak, um, but mine are a sensible black um, which I feel is less conspicuous nobody's mm-hmm. going to pick them out whereas if you are romping around in sand coloured chinos <laughs> kind of, um, asking for trouble it's, during it, a, it's a, a drip hazard Plain it is simple. it's a drip hazard mm. yeah you could spill all sorts on um, on that and it would whereas uh, yeah my black trousers are hiding all kinds of sins <laughs> yeah. piss all it's, over them there is uh, very <laughs> useful stuff coming back from the toilet they're like oh I've shook my hands and it's all gone that's yeah. why it's all marked yeah it's not because I've pissed all down myself yeah I think the red the sort of red or pinky chino is exclusively for rugby union fans yes yeah as well there used to be a website called look at my fucking red trousers (laughs) (laughs) just pictures of posh men in red trousers yeah I don't know if it still exists a picture of of Rupert's sorry to any Rupert's who think I'm slurring them with that um, with that description should we dive into some clips then you found one this week. I did, I did find one. Harvey England, who's a youngish lad. He is over 18, though, as we'll hear in this clip, because he's getting on the beers right outside the ground. Um, he does instantly regret it, though. 
it's going to be a tough game today. It's a four thirty start. I'm shattered. I don't know if you can tell by by uh, by the state of me, but I'm going to go up and get a coach now. Make the journey up to Leeds, up to Adam Road, and hopefully Seattle will bring back some form of points today. We made it in Leeds. We're at Park, way outside, way outside the ground. 6.50 a point, 13.52 BM readies. It's not the best. It's a bit flat, it's a bit flat. That's £6.50 uh, per Moretti, I think he was suggesting. Mm. Um, it's a bit flat. It's not great. And he was regretting it. It's quite, there's a lot of background noise, which is a recurring theme with Harvey's clips, actually. Which, again, another theme we'll come on to. But Harvey regrets buying beer at Ellen Road. He's had a long time to pre-drink. Yeah. Up at 4.30 in the morning, why didn't you just get some cans then? Mm-hmm. You could have gone out to a local nightclub as well beforehand. Wouldn't have to worry about the price of the beer at Ellen Road. That is too much. Mm. That is That is too much. But it is also... Standard fare, kind of, kind of what it? it is now, mm. which breaks my heart every single time. I, mm. I struggle. I yeah. do struggle. Yeah. I wonder what the, the beer is like at Plymouth if he's aghast at £6.50 for a flat Moretti. Then maybe they're just dishing out the most beautiful beer you can imagine for free, straight off of the uh, from the smugglers' caves down by the... <laughs> the, the shoreline? The rocks, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get inside the ground, then you get a nice sense of the atmosphere here. And Harvey's pretty impressed, but not quite as much as the bloke close to him. As I was saying, it's quite difficult to make out, but he was saying the stadium's packed um, and it's pretty wild. But then if you missed it, the bloke who's close to him that the microphone seemed to pick up a little bit better than Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) Which is good. Am Um, I detecting some sarcasm in that guy's voice? No, no, it, it was it was sincere. It was right off the back of a load of songs. Was that? I think um, I think that might have just been marching on together, and then the Argyle fans got involved in it all afterwards, started singing or booing or whatever. And uh, yeah, it was all pretty raucous at that point. Um, there, there was, I think, there was genuine. I mean, on the clips that you're going to play, we found. Fun. Oh, the guys are uh, the, the best day of his life on the yeah, clips oh, I'm going to okay. play. But yeah, I think it's. Um, I suppose it's a long way from Plymouth to places, isn't it? And you don't want to be too patronising, but there is a certain air, certainly in the clips that we found of. It being a bit of a day out for them, you know, because they've not we've not played them for a while, and I know they have to travel an awful long way from down there anyway. But having not played us for God knows how many years, that they're uh, probably going to make the most of it because well, they've been languishing in the lower leagues, haven't they? Unlike us, you can have a day out over short distances as well. I mean, yeah, Harewood House would be a day out, but I think yeah, it tends to be more of a, an event, doesn't it, for Plymouth because of the sheer distance involved in going to just about everywhere. So it's less of a day out because you spend most of the day travelling, whereas if you go on a short trip. You have more out. You're thinking of drinking time, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we didn't sit Howard House. I'm thinking, like, is there a bird garden or something there? That you yeah, and absolutely trolleyed with the penguins. Yeah, the penguins are there, aren't they? Yeah. Not for long. No, they get they rehoming them or whatever. Oh, you hope so. <laughs> well, they're just eating them. Right. <laughs> In the big house, they're just going to yeah. go and the Lord and Lady. Roast, roasted penguins. Christmas. Yeah. They're all having penguin. <laughs> they're going to, they'll have a joke written on the side of them as well. <laughs> Can you make penguin fry gras if you force feed a penguin? <laughs> what, what would you force feed a penguin though? Sardines? Yeah. It'd be um, just an idea. Fishy foie gras. Anyway, here are the goals.
So it wasn't uh, just one way banter, was it, with the Chino man? There was a bit of uh, giving it back as well. They are factually correct chance as well. Yeah. Both true. Yeah. We are in the same league as Rotherham. Not and for, that, and that's probably not for long. No. They seem to be going down. They're about to appoint Steve Evans, we were just saying, weren't they? Although he's, he's in the running. If, as much as Steve Evans uh, can be in the running. Choice between Evans and Warnock. Chris Wilder has also been mentioned, which oh, you never know with Chris Wilder because he did do crazy things with Sheffield United, didn't he? Will we end up with him at some point? Will we? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking we'd failed in the playoffs this year, start badly next year, Farker gets sacked. Have you lost your mind? They end up going, oh, well, who's got out of this division? He's, I know he's had that... Fa- I know he did send Rotherham down last year and then he had that, that brief spell. Chris it, Wilder does not, strike it, me, that, it does not strike me as a Silicon Valley, San Francisco 49ers man. So, you know. They'll be out of there by also, then. Yeah. So I'm talking two years in, they've sold up, they've burnt the money, they've been like, ah, oh, fuck it, let's get out of it. A lot will depend on the status of Pat Bamford because he mm. fucking hates fucking <laughs> fucking Pat Bamford. <laughs> Cheap bastard. As Chris Wilder famously always said, I think um, it's Michael Carrick we need to be careful of. Mm. If he has a decent season and Farkas mm. screws things up, they'll probably, um, we'll drop out of the playoffs, Burr will get into the playoffs, losing the final, Gibson, Will, the chairman at Borough will get all, because he just does mad stuff, doesn't he? He occasionally panics, doesn't he? Yeah, so he'll, he'll get in a flap and then we'll, we'll bring the Michael Carrick. We'll come to his name and be like, oh, can we have an ex-scum player managing us but he'll bring Jonathan Woodgate as his assistant and I'm like oh okay <laughs> and then uh, League 2 we'll Super follow good. we might get to, to we might get to keep Sam Greenwood just um, now Borough buying him aren't they yeah but if Michael Carrick's not there because no, they might, might cause they'll be bringing against. Chris Wilder back in again mm, right um, and he, he won't be interested in Sam Greenwood because he he knows that he knows fucking Bamford delete that number from your phone just returning to Harvey's clips, I want to give praise to Harvey for his excellent camera work because his is the first angle from the away end where I've seen that, you know, the Somerville chance that was ruled out for offside. I was convinced in the stadium that that was onside. It was tight. This is the first angle I've seen where I thought, Do you know what, it probably was just fractionally offside. He's deep faked it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so here is Harvey's full-time assessment, but uh, to continue with the, the running problem with these clips, you can hardly hear a word of it. This is a sample of it. <laughs> Yeah, it's quite tough, isn't that, isn't it? Yeah, you have a good night, mate. That's <laughs> yeah. not a vibe to it. Someone's talking to you in a yeah. noisy pub. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice one, mate. I'll catch it within a bit. So I actually don't... You know the Hollywood magic on this? You know where in Hollywood films they go, computer, enhance, and it does things that is not possible with actual technology. Well, we live in an era now, the AI-powered era, where I've actually run that through an AI-powered... Have you made him naked? No, sorry. I thought, maybe that. I thought you'd... <laughs> An AI-powered vocal isolation... I've read bit. articles about the warnings of, of AI. Very dangerous. Uh, a vocal isolation bit of software, anyway, to work out what he's saying. And, and it does distort it a little bit, but um, this is what he was saying. You can hear it a little bit better on this clip. And he was, to be fair to him, again, pretty generous about the whole experience. No. Moscow, what do you make of that? Probably don't need to worry about the robots taking over <laughs> for a while. 
Oh, a new, uh, a new robot overlord. So it'll be like, it's the um, it's the teacher off of Peanuts. You missed the important bit there. Some stadium, great fans. Yeah, we know all that. It's the teacher off Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Computer, enhance! Anyway. Yeah, and that is all he's saying is Alan draws a good stadium and leads are a good team. I think you should have han- enhanced that more. You've got to be yeah. honest. Yeah, you could have enhanced it so we could hear what he was saying. If you turn the dial up on the enhance, though, he does go full robot and you can't hear everything. I mean, okay. that would have been the same experience as I've just had then. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's just, just catch the final bit, see if you can make this out. Some stadium, no doubt that we've got that Some stadium, no doubt they'll be back up there soon. Oh, good. See, I, I speak strong opinion. I speak virtually no Spanish, Spanish. but oh. I understand more of when someone is speaking to me in Spanish than I did of that. You get the odd word and you go, I think it was something about towels. Something about towels. I don't know. Should we buy him a, a mic for Christmas? Christmas is coming up. Should we buy him one? I mean, I think we've got some old ones in a box, haven't we? Just send him one. I wasn't thinking a big thing. Useless. Just a little thing you could connect to your phone. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But anyway, that's that. I'm going to move on to uh, Bobby W as well, which is, it's only a short video, barely five minutes long, this one. There's no dialogue in it at all. But this is just a video captured from the away end and what he captures next to him at the end of Marching On Together is quite nice. Did you just make it out? Some atmosphere, that. Same again. They're all at it. Get it's out. the same guy just saying it at different times. Like, he said it then, <laughs> one and nobody just, heard him. So one, like, it's some atmosphere! There's one guy just running around the away and looking for people with the camera phones out, shouting, there's some atmosphere! We've planted a hype man in the in the away end. <laughs> so we've got him saying there's some atmosphere. They've got uh, the robot before saying it's some stadium. They're all very kind of vague little mm. tributes to, to this. It's like just amounts of things. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's some football. Yes, there's 90 minutes of it. There's some, been some football. So, some beer. Yeah. Be specific. Expensive. Come on, like, have a, have a, like a, choose an adjective. I've got a little clip of... Uh, what adject- adjective would you recommend? Well, it depends what they're thinking. All I'm getting from these people is that there is some stuff. No, there is some atmosphere. I think they were suggesting it's some as in it's good. Say so. I don't know. They could be like, oh, this is some atmosphere. It's What's your favourite adjective? It's terrible. You're a, you're a writer and you're good at it. What's your favourite adjective? Depends what I'm describing. Describe the atmosphere at Ellen Road. Um, some atmosphere. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Go on then, Michael. Yeah, from, from Cornish Janna, we've got loads of clips of this guy, but as we've just been coming off the back of Marching On Together, I'm going to play a little clip of his. Now, this is how I heard it, because I listen to these at double speed on YouTube, because normally I'm trying to get listen to loads of stuff, so it just helps to kind of get through them a bit quicker yeah. but I heard Marching On Together at double speed for the first time I really liked it mm, I'm, right. I'm, I don't like it when people change the pace of, of it through the song yeah. like we've got a tendency to start normally and then kind of race through it but doing it all at double speed as on this clip I like I mean, you've mentioned sort of like an umpire scar vibe to it. It sounds a little bit like happy hardcore as well. <laughs> I'm just saying I think we should try it. All right. Not probably for singing. You could probably pitch it down at the same time as um, speeding the tempo up. 
So it like tonally, it'd sound correct. Well, get, I'll give that a go. Get Scooter to remix it. Yeah. Chump style. Anyway, Cornish Janner that was then. That was Cornish Janner. Should we hear a bit more from him? Yep. I, Stein I, at the start here, are we? Yes, I was I was on this. The shadowy figure down the end of the Lowfields tunnel. Sh- shadowy is correct. Yeah. yeah, it it was really nice. I liked him and he was dead enthusiastic about Leeds, but then there was also some racism, not from him, I have to say, captured right. on his camera. Someone shouting some stuff at Junior Furpo and I was like, oh, fucking hell, you don't hear that very often. So that one, great. But to be more positive, this is him at the start and he was just really, really excited about coming to Leeds. We all know what this video is. A video and an away day that all of us Plymouth Argyle fans have been waiting for. We're off to Ellen Road today. It's Leeds away today. It's a massive, massive, massive fixture lying ahead for us boys in green and Stephen Schumacher. There we go. Yeah, so it is a big day out vibe then, isn't it? That's okay. We were, I, I didn't want to be patronising and describe it as that before, but sounds like it. What's Stephen Schumacher wearing? A f- Formula One outfit? We said us, us boys in green. No, I see. Stephen Schumacher, who is the manager, but also like we're just letting him come along. He's turned up in his own clothes. Was he in a suit? Maybe. Trying to picture him. I don't think he was a suit. The only bloke, the only bloke who's turned up in fancy dress. Couldn't really picture him because misread the invite. He's from. He's from Liverpool, isn't he? Yeah. He's a cheat. He's a cheat. Pretending to be German, clearly. Okay. (laughs) But he's from Liverpool. Yeah. He's got no right to be called that. That's all I'm saying. Right. Should be called. What's a good scouse name? Trying to think of a bit of Liverpool that he should be called. Lynn Gelhart. That'll do. Anyway, he's very excited. I've never been to Leeds in my life. I've never been to Ellen Road in my life. So this gives me a good chance to explore the ground and what the West Yorkshire Club is all about, especially for my uncle, because, well, he's a Leeds fan himself. So this will be really interesting to see. But no, honestly, this is a ground I've never been to, a ground I've really wanted to go to. And I can't wait for it, honestly. It's a city I've never been to either. So, yeah, this is all new for me, honestly. I can tell he's excited about coming to Leeds. Sorry about the ground. (laughs) Yeah, I was trying to think, touring the stadium. Yeah, with your first bit being the old Howard's restaurant (laughs) Bates built and got turned into an away bar. I think he's having having like a full gap year in Leeds. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be... They've got a, a Pret-a-Manger. Yep. They've got everything here. Some guys have promised me a job. <laughs> I, apparently it's in it's some kind of gardening work, but it's in a in a, a house. Don't know how it, what it's going to do. But a gîte. What's a gîte? A gîte. Yeah, that's a French countryside thing. Good, probably. As far as I'm aware, I've probably just committed an awful crime by saying a really rude word. But no, anyway, no, that's fine. But yeah, sounds like the sort but of he's, thing. I mean, he is genuinely enthusiastic about Ellen Road. He does a full tour of it. He goes round. He goes into the club shop. He films in there. Say every single stand. Yeah, having a little, a little bit of footage. And he also does. Did he say what the fuck is that cladding? I think he just loved it. Yeah, I think if when you're looking at something like Ellen Road with fresh eyes, um, I bet it's beautiful. Dripping in heritage, is that the kindest thing I can say about it? Mm. And lead paint. Yes. And other, other things you're not allowed to put in buildings anymore. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We're back in the centre of Leeds now because okay. he's, he's done his predictions at uh, Leeds Landmark. Right. Before we get there, I'm going to give you all my predicted lineup, and there is no better place to do my predicted lineup for the Greens at one of Leeds' most famous landmarks. That's also in green. I'm going to pan the r- camera around now and show you. There we are. One of Leeds' most famous landmarks. In green? The river. Any guesses? It sounds like he's in prism. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it does sound like he's in a chrome and carpet's night, doesn't it? Green, green. Took uh, me by surprise as well. Uh, mm. City Square is now sort of green. They've got some green surfacing. You're thinking too much of an obvious landmark there. Um, okay, so a less obvious landmark that's green. That's arguably not a landmark at all. The Barrel Man <laughs> in Dortmund Square. Again, too much of a landmark. Right. I'm struggling now, Mark. Yeah, to be let's just find out. It's the headquarters of Asda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the headquarters of Asda. But um, he's so enthusiastic. He's even buzzing to see that where Asda, this is where Asda's actually based. Yeah, that is exciting, isn't it? I believe, <laughs> I don't think I'm inventing this, and anybody who worked at Asda at the time could hopefully confirm, Pele once went to that headquarters. That is correct. Yes, yes, yes I've uh, seen that. He's signing um, something. So there we go. So if, if Cornish Jana knew that before going, mm. imagine how he's going to have to come back. If we play them again next season, then um, he's got more reasons to go back. No, that's Morrison's, isn't it? Um, Bradford. He could have done it. Could have done, done, done the tour. He could have done the tour as well. What's the Asda? Is, did he smack his pocket? <laughs> he did. He there? actually did. Did he? Brilliant. As a, in his predictions, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, did. he did the whole thing. He was um, enthusiastic. Asda for anybody stateside is Walmart, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Not anymore. They sold oh, yeah, they it, sold. didn't they? Have they? Yeah, they yeah. sold it to some people who owned garages. Yeah. Oh, right. I thought it was part of the Walmart family last nope. time I saw the sign. Well, right. you've clearly not been down to the landmark because the Walmart signage has been removed. Bloody hell. What a development for the podcast. I never knew that. He wow. didn't cover that, actually. He didn't? No. I thought he might. Did he, did he talk about its origins as associated dairies? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get right into it, but it was more as the content than we've ever had yeah. on propaganda before. So, somewhere out there, like the... Uh, 
Isle of Food's head office are fucking seething. <laughs> How do we get this guy to our place? Right, um, should we hear some regional beef that we probably won't understand? And is there anyone you see starting for Leeds today? Somerville, I've said to Baruta. Leeds fans all day today so far, he's the one that's... I'm very nervous. One, one, one is Ruta. You've got to I be, and Ruta, uh, yeah. Obviously, their main striker, and then obviously the battle between the one that got the winner against Leicester. The battle, as well. the battle between two former Yeovil players today, Joe Edwards and um, Ailing. Oh yeah, that's very true. That is very true. Yeah, yeah. And they know each other well. They know each other well, yeah. And also, and I said this before the start of the episode, you might not like to hear this, but it is true. Guess who they have in their midfield? Ethan yeah. Ampadu and which yeah. academy was he at? Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. A certain Exeter City. <laughs> anyway. So yeah. But that, yeah. that's why I feel he'll be up for this. It yeah. reminds me of Stansfield for Birmingham all over yeah. again. Yeah. I love we don't have Stansfield for Birmingham all over I, again. I was say, I, hell, we I, all remember that. I love these rivalries that I've got no idea about. <laughs> the hatred towards Exeter. If you're so, a Plymouth fan, it's only well, it's funny. So it's two hours by car from Plymouth to Yeovil, and Exeter is basically at the. Uh, the one-hour mark, as far as it's equidistant. So imagine being Exeter, you've got those two fierce rivals um, an hour away in it, either direction. Is Leicester about two hours away from Leeds? Maybe, maybe Nottingham, something like probably, that? It's probably less. Yeah. Uh, that's like having a rival that close, isn't it? Or not that close. Mm. And then you're probably talking up into Northumberland towards Scotland yeah. if you're on the A1 going the other way. And then the rest of it is basically all the teams that um, Warnock likes to play all the time. Bodmin yeah. are down there and those guys Bude did we ever play Bude probably if, when, if and when Warnock was in charge oh, I never knew Barnstable was there well there you go there's Great Torrington I've lost sight of Lesser Torrington Let's did move, you um, move on to the clips next what did then. you think of that Stansfield thing that happened against Plymouth oh man do you think Ampadu did manage to repeat that I thought you were talking about Lisa I was miles away no that's sorry. his mum that's his mum um, uh, Jay Stansfield it is ugly scenes is, oh, I thought it was ugly scenes Michael no he's one. on loan from Fulham, apparently, right. Birmingham. Where Bruin is Birmingham. Okay, but he's doing well there, isn't he? Really we should, we, well. We should really. Touch he got on one that. one point from fifteen. Fifteen. Wow, yeah. that's yeah, it's good going. Yeah, he's definitely turned them around. Yeah, from being yeah. Qu- quite good playoff contenders to plummeting. Being, yeah, good luck and all that. Uh, right then, where are we next? So you've already had the goals. This is between us being two 0 up and the end of the first half. It's a few different attacks that are all pieced together, and you can just hear a bloke in the background who is who was desperate to be to be right about something. Was he saying that's some atmosphere? He's he isn't, but he's he's pessimistic and he wants to be right, and it turns out he isn't. Randall's just giving it <laughs> three times. Yep. This is it. Three times he nope. goes. This is it. Three nope. nil. Oh no, no, it's not. Is this that the is goal it. that was ruled out for offside, or is that when we were? Is that when our players were tapping the ball to each other? These are all just chance. No, there was not the disallowed goal. Oh, every single chance. These are just every basically every time every attack that he captures on film. As we get near the goal, that guy in the background goes, "This is it, three 0 This is it." Okay, I mean, I felt like that about some of our chances when you because mm. um, we should have scored more. I liked Joel Piru after the game where he said, "Like we should have just scored some more goals." Really, it's like. Good opinion, Joel. You got one. You can't really have a go at him for scoring one, but score some more yourself, son. Don't be shy. So I'll rejoin Carlish. Um, Carlish? Cornish, Jana. Um, walking back through Holbeck. Kylie Jenna, yeah. Walking yep. through Holbeck. Walking through Holbeck, as she frequently does. Chatting to Leeds fans. And are they taking them? Are they poking a well, bit of gentle fun at, at He doesn't quite yeah. get what's happening here, and I feel a bit sorry for him. They've been nice to him with the Leeds fans, in fairness, but they, I don't think they quite 
get what he's getting. Well, he doesn't quite get what they are getting at here. Anyone for us that you thought that stood out? Even though we were shocking for most of it, so. Whoever scored. I like I liked your keeper. And a, oh, Cooper, kick, yeah, yeah. Kick where he puts it into the dugout every time. Yeah, he puts it out every time. He likes to put it in the dugout on the clearance. Yeah. Better lad. Yeah, no, like fair him. enough. No, he's, I, I, I love Coops, he's great. Um, <laughs> Didn't sound all that, did he? He was, he, was asking, he was looking for a sincere answer, bless him. <laughs> I like your shit goalkeeper. And he was like, yeah, I... I and I actually do like him. This is starting oh. to resemble one of those kind of uh, those Hollywood kind of fish out of water. Boy from a rural town goes into New York. It's a bit crocodile Dundee, isn't it? He was walking through Holbrook so, though, so fair play to him. Where well, he might have encountered a knife. Some dangerous, dangerous <laughs> characters up there. Always something going on in Holbrook, isn't there? Yes, but he had a nice time, and that's the important thing. And he loved us as a as a city, as a supermarket headquarters, as as a football team. Loved all the players. It was great. Leeds 2, Plymouth 1, two different levels really, that match I can say, to be honest with you. I have to give full credit to them because that was 100%, no doubt, the best side we have faced this season so far in the championship. We got outclassed by a different class today. And it's not really that we were second best. It was more so of how freaking fantastic Leeds were today. A class who played extraordinary football throughout the entire 90 minutes. And had we nicked it 2-2 at the end, we would have been so lucky to have a draw because Leeds outclassed us in every single way today. And they were much better than Southampton. They were much better than Ipswich. For me now... It really depends on when we go to Leicester in December and see how they do versus us and see if they can do any better versus us than Leeds did today because Leeds were absolutely phenomenal. He did a lot of that, didn't he? Like, he described it as phenomenal. Was he, was he in the Dark Arches? He was back in Plymouth at that point, I think. Because <laughs> it sounded... I was trying to work out what, what was the echo... And I was picturing him <laughs> on Saturday nights in the dark arches after dark. There's a little, the water going by and just whoever's passing by on their way to have a drink or whatever, listening to him going, Southampton <laughs> and it switch. <laughs> Not the same class. Like, the- who is he addressing? Because he's very bold and really using the echo. He must mm. have been under, is he under a bridge? He was in, he was in some streets. All the streets in Plymouth they, just have wonderful acoustics. Vaulted, because vaulted ceilings. He sounded great. Mm. It was um, very empty. So he's, so he's basically proclaiming all that to nothing like a, a town crier. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. And he did say... Leeds were a different class. It was, t- so it was two levels, wasn't it? Much like Asda, the big Asda at Pudsey. When you go in, well, in and you go, down, you go down the travelator, there's the pharmacy on the, the lower ground floor. Who and the fuck have you never been to Alcoats Asda? Don't live over there, do I? Why would I? It's one of the best Asdras I think you're going to get in the country. Yeah, I've never. Do you know, I've this that. guy's travelled from Plymouth to go to the HQ, and you won't travel from Ponty to Pudsey <laughs> to go up a travel later in a. Yeah, it's got a travel later, hasn't it? It's got the travel later down to the pharmacy level where all the toys are, and the kitchenware, and the homeware, and the motor stuff, and the CDs, and the video games, all that stuff, mm. and the Georgia Asda. Then up on the, the normal ground floor level, all the groceries. Wow, and you can go up the. Travel both ways as well, so you can go to the back of the store or the front of the store. 
Well, I don't think I've ever been in an Asda with a, an upstairs. Been in a few you, Tesco's. You need to take a trip out there. I'm gonna. Gonna go down. I'm gonna go fil- straight after this. I'm gonna film it. <laughs> it's gonna be a TSB Plus members special. Well, we've heard from the Plymouth fans. Should we move on to the, the wider football world? Let's move on to Leicester. Yep. He was he's just waiting every day of his life now, waiting to see if Leicester are as good as Leeds. Cornish Janner loves Leeds. Just become a Leeds fan. Could do. There's loads of fun. There's, there's plenty of Leeds fans down I say there fun. as well. It, it absolutely gnaws at your soul, but you know, still. Um, so it's the bold fraud time, is it now? Yeah, so let's have a little reminder of what he had to say last week when we beat them. Oh, but for sure I think we deserve something more. And then this week? Yeah, it's a, it's a shame, to be honest, frustrating, because uh, I think we deserve it. Uh, something more. Ah, didn't get it, did one they? Trick, one trick pony, innit? And um, Leicester Fan TV are starting to... Get a little bit edgy about this whole thing. The, the was it was it Leicester Fan TV who were um, dangling the eleven point gap in our faces after we beat them? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was there's a range of people on it, so it doesn't account for they don't have one voice much yeah, as yeah. much as we don't. But um, yeah, this is this was the opener to their sort of post game thing, and I actually thought he was being sarcastic on this. But then having listened to the rest of it, I don't think this is sarcastic. Morning, lads and lasses. Yeah, another defeat. There's two on the trot. The gap is now eight points clear of Leeds in third place. We're still top of the table, which I'm getting absolutely fed up with. We're eight points clear of Leeds in third place, which again, I'm absolutely fed up with. It's the performances have been absolutely shocking. In my mind, they've been shocking. That's my view. Don't know what anyone else's view is, but it's my view. Wouldn't you like trade positions with them in a heartbeat? I'm confused. It's my view and it's completely deranged. <laughs> <laughs> What's he fed up with about being top of the league? And that's what I was confused he just like, we've been top of the league long enough, we should be promoted now. Which but, I think I've said previously about Leeds that we've kind of like, why don't you just promote us now? Because hmm. um, we're just spinning our wheels until we, we get up. But it seems like, I mean, is he, I mean, we've referenced this guy before, but that guy on the radio Leeds phone in after a game who said that the best thing Leeds could do would be like to go on a, a run of like losing mm. nine games so that we could build some momentum <laughs> to, for a turn, like drop back a bit so we can climb turn the table around. and have some momentum going into the end of the the season. Maybe he's feeling like that. that but in which case, he should be delighted that they're losing some games. I don't get him. He's going to have to, well, no, he owes me nothing. Don't, he doesn't have to explain <laughs> himself. If he's comfortable in his views, that's fine. That's all anybody needs to know, isn't it? Can you see why I thought it was sarcastic, though, to begin with? Yeah. Because he's like, I'm sick of being top of the league. No, it's awful. But then he goes on to say, and I hate, and we're actually playing really badly. It's like, oh. And 2 1 0 defeats. Okay. And we outplayed them. Um, it sounded like the Middlesbrough game, board fraud might have had a point that they, if they finished um, some of their chances, they would have won the game. But then Sam Greenwood's magic feat came and uh, ruined it all at the end. But then they have got enough attackers. Like if you've got Vardy and. Um, the other ones you'd think one of them could score a goal I'm for them at some point fairly sure we said Vardy was finished didn't we, we yes. in our bold internet you know binary position where you just you're not allowed to have nuance you mm. just got to say it's over for him well he couldn't deal uh, he couldn't get past Pascal Strauch so maybe it's just that Strauch is brilliant mm. and Vardy actually has got you know 30 goals left in him this even season. though he was double herniated he still couldn't get past yeah. him what else do they have to say then where, where is their worry rooted that's the question Michael it's not Ipswich See, this this comment, me and Reedy had this comment before we started, uh, similar kind of thing. Morning, James. I said this yesterday. I know it's only a couple of games, yep. but it's getting uh, frustrating and possibly a little concerning. Mm. 14 points ahead of third, 11 points ahead of third, now eight points ahead of third. Hopefully, it could have been 17. 
We could have been 17. Yeah, but people forget that Ipswich had two games of hand against us when we had those massive... I'm not even worrying about it. Was, so, it was, you know, they've got to win it. I'm not even worrying about Ipswich at the moment because I, my, I think my threat at the moment is Leeds. That's the problem because we're getting you closer know. and closer to them. Yeah, I mean, I'd be worried about Ipswich if I were you. I'm worried about Ipswich. Yeah, I was, I was well, not really. No. I'm not worried in they the sense keep, that I'm worried. They but, just sort yeah. of keep winning, don't they? Yeah. If, Do they, if they keep doing that, they'll finish above us. Mm. If they win all their games. There are also levels of kind of being spoiled. And I think... 17 points clear would be ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's yes. just grow up. Yeah. How much do you want to be? Oh, we're only eight points clear of third. And but, 11 wasn't good enough. We want to be 17 points clear at the start of, well, the middle of November. So, I, I know we're just kind of having a bit of fun at their expense here, but you can see how the psychology starts to play out, can't you? That as we chip away at that lead, they're now going to be thinking, oh, well, it's dropped to this. It could now drop to five. It could drop, you know, mm-hmm. you start to get in your head that. These maniacs might be thinking like that. I get the feeling that the actual team and players might be a little bit more I think that's um, confident. I mean, truthfully, all football fans are like that, aren't we? People are just putting the, the last two weeks on some I mean, sort of exponential graph and going, well, by the end of the season, well, yeah, he's going to relegate Moscow, Moscow, I point my fingers to this man who's sat in the mm. studio with us who would fully believe exactly that from a Leeds perspective. I've, well, I've, I've done the graphs and I think we're going to be um, top of the league based on the, how many the games are left. Three games. Those three games, we, we're going to win every game. But that was Daniel Farker's point after... We beat Plymouth. That he said, if we um, if we stay on thirty one points, we will probably probably be relegated. And I liked the way he was thinking. I mean, I don't know. Of, uh, Sheffield Wednesday are definitely not getting there, are they? Yeah, he hedged his bets a little. We'll probably be relegated, but he's yes. I loved his little. We probably need to like keep winning a few games. Which these Leicester guys seem to be struggling with the idea that that there is some time left in the season. It's not done. It's how a couple of defeats as well can frame the way you view other games as well. Because in this clip, they're they're more or less saying this has been coming. Having been quite confident about playing us, all of a sudden now with a couple of defeats, you're like, yeah, I knew this was going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a it's a big either they're going, they're going to be 17 points clear or it's over. seventh or it's over. Yeah, yeah there, there's nothing in between. Wayne's made a comment here says we have not played well for weeks. We have scraped through. Are you in agreement or yeah, disagree definitely. with that comment there? Definitely. I mean, I. I pretty much put it on social media about the Sunderland game. I was like, yes, we won, but did we deserve to win? No. That was the dirtiest win of the season mm-hmm. by far. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I, I, that was the one time I was just like, generally, we did not deserve... I'm glad we did win, but it was like, no, we did not deserve to win that game. It was interesting. I've got a clip here of um, of Maresca's comments um, when, they, when, they, when they beat Sunderland, and this is what he had to say. Oh, but for sure, I think we deserve something more. He thought they deserved more than a win. Greedy boy, isn't he? Yeah, I know. Shocking. Very greedy. Absolutely shocking. So it's over for them. We've officially ruled on that now. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, they, they are... Uh, seventh place awaits. There's only Southampton that they really... And Blackburn as well. I watched a bit of the Blackburn game and they weren't that much better than them. But yeah, like starting 1-0 win away to Huddersfield early on. 2-1 against Coventry, lost to Hull. I mean, imagine losing to Hull. 1-0 against Bristol. They're barely scraping by. They're not, I mean, well, I suppose the serious thing is they're not that much better than us on some of these results. So let's just catch them and let them stay in this division while we romp 17 points clear and get a special invitation to the Premier League. 
before the end of the season. I did see as well, I haven't followed this up, so I don't know how accurate it is, but you know, that's not going to stop me saying it on here. They've taken out another loan secure, uh, from, is it Macquarie Bank, the Australian mm. bank, secured against the incoming fees for Barnes and Madison. So they're spending that money already ahead of having got mm. the instalments in, in a bid to get back up. So who are they going to buy? I don't know. They need someone. Barry Bannon. You need Marco Van Basten with this lot. They need someone because they ain't got any plan B. Mm. I mean, one of the things that I've noticed, we seem to have all the possession, but there's no urgency at all. You look at the teams, Leeds, Sunderland, uh, Middlesbrough yesterday, even QPR to an extent, they both came at us and we struggled. We struggled to break them down, uh, Chris. And I think it is teams, like you say, teams have susters out. When they scored, we were still messing around with it in the box, uh, side to side, back to back, playing it forward, coming back again. There's no urgency. Even even the pundits, Stevie Howard, uh, David Nugent, uh, Matt Elliott, all said there was no urgency. I've always, I've, I've always said the last two, two games. I said that what's the what's the difference in losing one nil and two nil now? You might as well yeah. just try and boot the ball up. I know it's I know it's not Enzo style. I will say that right now, and I know that he's probably not going to do it. But when you're one nil down in the last five minutes, you just have yeah. to do something a bit different. Push. Put Vestergaard up fucking front. I'm sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> I like the guy. Then he just goes, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, kids. I did think it's, a bit of that when we we played them, that they do seem to like slow patience. And the implication is, and it's probably true, we, we saw how Plymouth gave us chances. It's like a slow version of what we did for Plymouth, mm. against Plymouth. We harried them into chances, whereas Maresca seems to just go like, if we just pass the ball around, they're going to lose concentration and they're going to make a mistake eventually. So we will pass the ball for 89 minutes until one of their players switches off and then we'll score. Whereas we're a bit more like, why don't we just go and tackle them? Yeah. Who'd have thought building a midfield around Harry Winks would lead to lots of sideways passes and some quite pedestrian I, I know play. that Rob is at home right now listening to this, punching the air going, yes! In his face. Yeah. But you know where this ends, don't you? Um, Leicester? Neil Warnock. Oh, are they getting him in? They were. I mean, the, it's they bound to a well, bad run yeah. over Christmas because you get all that condensed period of games. Don't you? there's about four games in about six days or something stupid, and then Maresca panics. They've got they've got no plan B. But at that yeah. point, they've dropped out the top two. Mm. Warnock's still available. You can smell his extra promotion in there because he's like, oh, I can easily do this. No, he's like, Ugh. he'll be in middle of January. Warnock in. Yeah, have to get Christmas out of the way. Warnock in. Vestigard yeah. up front. Well, that's Leicester fan TV. Should we go from? Leicester fan TV to Lions TV. Let's go to Sheffield. Right. In fact, I tried looking up Sheffield Wednesday fans because they lost. It was 4-0, wasn't it? At home to Millwall. We really ought to check in on Sheffield United as well, see how they're getting on mm. in the coming weeks. But um, didn't really find much of Sheffield Wednesday. Did a bit of moaning, but it was all fairly low-key. They know what's happening, so there's not much amusement there. Grim acceptance. Pretty much. Yeah. But I did come across Lions TV, who was the very cockney man the other day, the other week, who was on about his Larry Dicky... It was a Larry Dicky Dirt which we, trans- we we put that into the into Google Translate, didn't we? And that means it's a loud shirt. A loud like a, shirt. A, mm. a very prominent shirt. So, a Hawaiian shirt, for example, might be a Larry Dicky Dirt. Yes. So this is sampled down from five minutes of <laughs> exhausting Cockney noise. <laughs> He's in Sheffield again, the same guy. I can't help but so, sort of love him, but I'm I'm so tired. I was going to say, you can now, you know, if you, on in Google Translate, the app, you can sort of speak to it in real time, can't you? Like with, mm. a, with a person with a different language, you could say, could you show me the way to 
the town hall and it will then mm. speak. So maybe if you've got a system of two phones, if you're listening to this on your phone, you could borrow someone else's phone with the Google Translate app open and this could put it back into... Can it do songs? Because he does some songs. Oh, excellent. All right, okay, well, enjoy this. The old geezer, Bartman. The Bartman, yes, son. Look, I've got the old fucking moves like Jagger and I, I'm going out in Sheffield. Large. Large. Where's Hardy? Who are you going to call? Where's Arden? I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Come on, where's Arden? And Norton Cuffey. Oh, he was sexy down that right-hand side. He was like, ratty. He was quality. The referee was another condom for the walnuts. Look at me. I'm not going to give her anything. You can break someone's leg and you'll still not get a foul. And then someone goes, oh, it's a foul. Be consistent, you fucking muppet. You do my sweden. Because the goals we let in at Watford get were an absolute fucking joke. I mean, it was like, it's a calamity. It's like a scene out of a Charlie Chapman film. I did not want to talk about it. I was pissed off. The only thing that made it better was the Elvis impression. Oh, Shimon. Shimon down the Bickley and Whitmore Club that night. With me old good mate Mickey, Mickey Peters. Murray Wallace, Mazzardino. That geezer could fucking put it through someone's legs, do the most awkward things. He took his own feet up. He's a legend. I absolutely love him. Savile. Oh, let's talk about the rocket. It's rocket man. Rocket on the most people missed it because they were too busy queuing up for a sherbet. Come on, you lions. Let's go out next week. Let's back this up with another victory. Let's smash the fucking granny out of it. Come on, you lions. Bye. I'm not sure what's just happened there. <laughs> I know it's... What did they win? Was it 4-0? Yes. So they won at 4-0 at Sheffield Wednesday. You're going to be giddy if you've been on the, the pints or whatever. You're going to be a little bit giddy coming out. We've been giddy before after football. I'm not sure what he said there for, for a lot of that. He's non-stop. I, I enjoyed, probably my favourite bit was about his mate Mickey Peters. I don't know why, it just it was, amused me. It was like a Guy Ritchie film, wasn't it? <laughs> my mate Mickey Peters. I can, I, I'm picturing Mickey Pierce is what I'm actually picturing. Yeah. A, a, a cockney spiv with a, a thin moustache is what I'm picturing Mickey Peters as. But yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. That was great fun, thank I you very much. His lyrics for Rocket Man are not exactly as I remember. Yeah. It's an interpretation, isn't it? A re- Rocket Man! A, re- a reworking. Although, strangely, his lyrics to Ghostbusters are almost spot on. Yeah. <laughs> just change, just thrown Wes Harding in there instead. I'm not sure why Wes Harding's the, the Ghostbuster. No. I like it, though. Good. It um, kind of makes me like Millwall. It's a dangerous path. Mm. Should have uh, found him last season to get his views on what was he singing about Charlie Creswell and Jamie Shackleton mm. as a question. Go back in time. And I bet he had some good songs. I hope he knew that, uh, yeah, go back and find out if he knew that Matt Smith was French. I mean, he, he talks about Charlie Chaplin in there, didn't he? The f- famous Charlie Chaplin films that had the music that went... Which is good. Yeah, well, there you go. That wraps up the show. Um, if you haven't yet voted for us in the FSA Awards, we plead and urge you to do so. Go to the squareball.net forward slash vote. We are in category eight. You don't have to vote in any of the other ones if you don't want to. Just put the square ball for question eight. Hit send. Jobs are good. Ray. <laughs> Look at my fucking red trousers still exists, by the way. Let's go look at that now, then. We'll wrap up the show there. Thank you. We'll see you soon. The Square Ball Podcast. (laughs) 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.